Today in Science from Wired. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. How many G's will the Hyperloop pull in its next test? By Rhett Alleyne. Is Elon Musk crazy or just awesome? This week, the serial CEO, Tesla, SpaceX, Neuralink, posted on Twitter about yet another one of his ventures, the super-fast two-base transportation system called Hyperloop. Elon Musk tweeted, We took the SpaceX Tesla Hyperloop pusher pod for a spin by itself a few days ago to see what it... He then followed with, Upgraded SpaceX Tesla Hyperloop pod speed test soon. We'll try to reach half speed of sound and break within 1.2 kilometers. Is this even possible? Let's do some quick calculations. First, what is the speed of sound? I am assuming that Elon is referring to the speed of sound at sea level and not speed of sound in a low-pressure tube. In that case, a pretty standard value for the speed of sound would be about 340 meters per second, 760 miles per hour. So half the speed of sound would be 170 meters per second. This means the Hyperloop vehicle has to get up to a speed of 170 meters per second and then back to zero meters per second in just 1.2 kilometers, or about three quarters of a mile. If the acceleration for increasing speed has the same magnitude during the slowdown phase, then it would reach its maximum speed right in the middle, after 0.6 kilometers. In order to calculate the required acceleration, let me start with the definition of acceleration in one dimension. It's basically a measure of how fast the velocity changes. During the speed-up phase, I know the change in velocity is from 0 to 170 meters per second. However, I don't know the change in time. But don't worry, we can get this from the definition of the average velocity, which is a measure of the rate that the position changes in one dimension. I know the change in position, 0.6 kilometers, and I also know the average velocity is going to be 85 meters per second, 0 meters per second plus 170 meters per second divided by 2. That means the time to get up to speed has to be 7.06 seconds, and then another 7.06 seconds to stop. With this time, I can now calculate the acceleration to have a value of 170 meters per second over 7.06 seconds equals 24 meters per second squared. Is that a reasonable acceleration? Well, it's a little bit on the high side. Just consider this. If you took a bowling ball and dropped it off a building, it would accelerate downward with a value of 9.8 meters per second squared. This value is an important reference, also because of the way you feel on the surface of the Earth. We call this acceleration 1G. That means the Hyperloop would accelerate at 2.4 Gs. If you accelerated in your car as fast as possible, you would be lucky to get an acceleration of 1G. Or if you took your vintage space shuttle for a launch, you might get 3Gs or even higher, but not for very long. So if I had to guess, then this Hyperloop test is just that, a test. Although a human can withstand 2.4Gs, there is no way a human could be expected to withstand that kind of acceleration while still playing on a smartphone or drinking a cocktail and eating peanuts. <laughs> 